you have your Bibles with you today, turn with me to Joshua chapter 1, 7 to 9. I want to talk about the Bible essential, the Bible essential. When you're a pastor, uh, you have a perspective that's usually a little bit different than other people uh, concerning the Bible because the Bible does say that if you're going to be a pastor, if you're going to be a teacher of the Word of God, then your accountability becomes much higher. And uh, so we recognize that as pastors, that we have a higher accountability uh, for the Word of God. And so sometimes we see things that maybe you don't see just because uh, that's something that's very, very important to us. But even as a church uh, uh, here at Bethel, uh, we do value the Word of God. We value the whole Word of God, and it is very important uh, to us. Uh, I do preach from the Bible, even though most times you see me carry this. And uh, that's just because as I got older, my eyesight to see up close isn't as great as it used to be. And uh, it's a very wonderful thing with these new iPads that you can just make the letters bigger and you can see much clearer. And uh, it also helps with this earpiece as well, getting in the way. But yes, I do need glasses to read fine print, but otherwise I'm good. But anyway, we still use the Bible. It's very, very important to us. And uh, I want to encourage you to, to read this book, to study this book. Uh, it's a very important book. Um, we, we don't have any special version that we uh, adhere to. They're, they're all good. And uh, I usually use the New Living Translation simply because it's very easy to read. But if you like the King James or the New King James, the NIV, the Revised Edition, man, there's all kinds of them out there. Uh, the important point is you read it. That's what's important. You read it. They were made to be read. And uh, I really encourage you to read the Word. And if you struggle uh, reading uh, the Bible, get a different version or something just to kind of help you out uh, in that reading. And uh, I have all kinds of different versions. I like doing that at, uh, as I have my own personal times. I, I take different versions and read them and study Bibles, read those study Bible notes, and just uh, help me to know His Word even better. So Joshua 1, 7 to 9 says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And may the Lord add his blessing to his word this morning. This morning, I just want to remind you of just how important and how essential uh, the Bible is to our faith. And if you really want to have a genuine faith, if you really want to have genuine experiences with God, success in your life, truth encounters in your life, then you really need to hold to this book, the Bible. It's so very, very important. As we take that time to read it, to study it, to apply it to our lives, it's something that's essential. That means it's extremely important. It's an absolute necessity if we're going to prosper in our faith or if we're even going to hold on to our faith. But it also helps us to be prosperous in life as well. 
Now, effort is required to live out your faith, and we should never stop growing. That's something as Christians we need to realize that you should never stop growing. We always should be seeking the more of God. And the Bible is one of those things that helps us to experience the more of God as you keep reading it, you keep studying it, you keep going over it. You can read it hundreds, even thousands of times, and amazingly, there's just things that continue to just jump out at you and speak to you as you read this book. So it's quite essential uh, to growing and staying in the faith. And also note that as you obey the Bible, that it leads to success, it leads to prosperity, it leads to strength, it leads to courage, it helps us not to be afraid, it helps us not to get discouraged, and it also gives us an assurance that God is with us. And just, you kind of pick those just in that verse that we just read, tells us all those things that that's what this word will do for you. Now, I'm sure that each of you are, are seeing things today or maybe even are struggling with some of the things that are becoming popular in Christian circles. There's so many things going on in, in Christianity today. You may not be aware of a lot of them, but I'm sure you're aware of some of them. And, and in a lot of cases, a lot of things that are popular today that are not necessarily biblical. And, and sometimes, you know, things get portrayed that, are Christian, but really have nothing to do with Christianity at all. But if we're not grounded in this book, then we're not going to know that difference. We're going to be caught unaware, and we're going to be led down roads that are false expressions of Christianity. You know, we're seeing a lot of today where poor theology, and uh, that, that's basically poor knowledge of what the Scriptures really say. And you know, we're kind of living in a world today where everything is kind of being deemed as, oh, that's being religious. And kind of hearing a lot that everything's acceptable, you can live any way that you want. And so boundaries, convictions, theology are being thrown out for instant gratification. And then the term religion is kind of being used as an excuse to condone sinful behavior. Now, I'm sure if you've been a Christian for any length of time, you've probably heard those words. Uh, that, oh, you're, a re you're one of those religious people. Well, I got set free from religion. And, you know, that's kind of how the conversation goes on. Or, you know, I, I rebelled against that religious thought. And, you know, I'm all free now. I can do anything that I want. And, uh, well, that's not Christianity. That's not what the Bible says. It talks about some very clear things, very clear practices that we are to do, that we are to obey, that we are to follow. So it can be very dangerous to our faith to throw things aside and not think, well, it's not really all that important. You know, uh, I realize today that there's just so much information out there. We live in that information world, which is good and it's also bad. Uh, the part that becomes difficult for us is sometimes determining, well, what is truth and what is not truth, and, and to learn that thing. And so you've got to be careful as you live that Christian life. Um, you know, sometimes we can uh, be led down a wrong path because sometimes there's a prophetic word that someone gives us that's not a proper word. Or maybe there's a preacher and uh, he seems really, really good or he seems to be an important individual and we start following the preacher and he begins to tell us to do things that aren't really according to the word of God. Or we say, well, Holy Spirit told me. And because Holy Spirit told me, then uh, I don't have to follow this book or, or listen to what it says. 
And I just want to tell you, there's a lot of manipulation out there. If I could say if there's anything I see in the world of Christianity today, it's a lot of manipulation. We've learned how to manipulate things to make it look like the real thing when it's not. And so be very careful. And the only way that you're going to know that is to know this book, Inside and Out. We must remember that every thought, every word, every conviction, every message, every podcast, every book, every prophetic word, and everything that we feel Holy Spirit is saying needs to line up with this book, the Bible. It's our standard that we need to measure everything uh, that goes on in our lives. And uh, that's something very, very important that we need to do. You know, many uh, today, sometimes they, uh, you got to read the whole book because there's a lot of problems sometimes as Christians, we take bits and pieces. You know, kind of like, well, I, I like this piece, or I, I like this piece over here. And if you don't know the whole word, you can be, again, just easily led astray. And, and so I want to encourage you to get to know the whole book. It's great to have devotional aids, to go through devotional things, uh, but sometimes they just pick bits and pieces out of the scriptures. It's always also good to do is to read the scriptures, the whole book from Genesis to Revelation, and to get through that. And if you happen to be here today and you don't even have a Bible, we'd love to give you a New Testament, it's just a paperback New Testament that we have at that white table that we'd be uh, very happy to uh, give you as a gift today, just because we value this book, the Bible. And so there's a lot of dangers out there. And as a pastor, yes, sometimes my perspective may be different than yours, or I may see things that you don't see. Uh, but it's important to me, and I know it's important to you, that we pick up a good habit and keep that habit of reading His Word and getting into that Word of God. And the Bible keeps us balanced. Uh, in our faith. It, it stands as an essential uh, to our faith. It's to safeguard our faith. And th the only way to safeguard your faith is keep reading, keep studying, keep applying this book to our lives. And, and it's a book that will uh, break discouragement. It will break fear in our lives. It brings us to a place where we have courage and boldness and peace. So it really is an essential for us. And so this morning, as a way of reminder, I just want to encourage you again, hold on to this book. Hold this book as very precious to your heart. Read this book, study this book, really get to know this book because it is essential to our faith. And, and so I really want to encourage you in that. And so to do that this morning, I just want to look at this verse and just talk about some of the things that it's telling us here in Joshua about the Word of God. And the first thing we see in this passage of Joshua is the admonishment to obey the Word of God, stressing the essential of obedience to God's Word. Joshua 1, 78, it says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So it's telling us here we need to be very careful. We need to be cautious so that we would obey the Word of God. And please take note that it says obedience to all the Word of God. So you don't get to pick and choose. We're to apply the whole Word of God to our lives 
And then as we apply that, then we bring ourselves into obedience with it. Now, this attention to carefulness kind of really goes to the extreme here because he's telling us, do not deviate even to the right or to the left. And you will find in life there's lots of messages out there that are going to encourage you to deviate a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left. And soon what happens is you, you get on those roads, those roads continue to take you away from God. They don't bring you back in, they take you away. And so you've got to be careful to obey all the word of God. Do not deviate to the right or to deviate to the left. You're not to compromise. Uh, you're not to be focusing on, on the opinions that are out there. We need to pay attention to what does the Bible say. It adds in verse 8, to be sure to obey everything written in the Bible. So obviously it's quite important and essential that we respond with obedience to God's word. It's always been an important part of our Christian faith. Belief is where we all start. Then comes a part of commitment where we choose to obey God's word and honor him. You know, the, the, there's a familiar story maybe to some of you of King Saul. And King Saul, he was the first king of Israel. Uh, started out well, but didn't end well. And that's something I think we need to remind ourselves. You've got to finish the race well. Uh, that's important for us to recognize. Let's finish the race well. And King Saul had, was doing some things that were disobedient to God. He was disobeying the word of the Lord. And so Samuel the prophet confronts him. And he sees Saul, and Saul, he knew he had done wrong. And so what he thought was, well, I'll bring an offering. And this offering, you know, will appease things and make things okay and everything was going to be all right because I gave an offering. Well, Samuel had something to say about that. First Samuel 15, 22, he said, Samuel replies, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Now, we just had an offering that we took here today. You need to realize that, you know what's more important than your offering? Is your obedience to God. That's what really speaks to God. And so it's very clear in Scripture that God is looking for obedience from us. Obedience to the whole Word of God. Of course, in the Word of God, it does talk about giving. So we actually are doing something that, uh, following what God has told us to do. The Bible is an important point. It helps us, it guides us, and if we're careful to read everything in it, then it does lead us to, to greater things with God and greater peace with God. Another passage in the New Testament, it's found in the book of James. And it echoes this truth of the need of obedience. Uh, so it really is a consistent theme uh, throughout the Word of God. And that's something you want to be looking for as you study the Word of God. Consistent themes that are backed by other scriptures. It's important. Now some of the Christians that James was writing to at that time they're under the false belief that since Jesus paid the price of their sin, that everything is covered by grace and you don't uh, need to worry about your obedience anymore to the commands of the Bible and that, you know, just go kind of live any way you really want. Well, well James addresses that pretty quickly. Actually, his whole book kind of addresses that uh, subject. So it's a very good uh, book to read, short book, but a good book. And he tells us in James 1, 22, 25, he said, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. 
Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You know, there are so many blessings that we receive when we strive to obey the word of God. And I'll talk about that in a few more minutes. But what I want you to note here is the importance of got to start with obedience. We've got to obey what the Bible says. And that's very clearly outlined for all of us in the Word of God. And so when we're faced with, you know, all the new ideas of faith or, or we're encouraged to compromise, remember the essential of God's Word, which says obey His Word. Obey His Word. Obedience is essential in our Christian faith, and our obedience to the Bible is very essential as well. Then secondly, from this passage in Joshua, we see the essential of studying God's Word. So we need to read His Word, make ourselves familiar with God's Word, study it, all important things in our relationship with God. Joshua 1.8 says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. See, we're to put effort into reading and studying the Bible. And I really hope that you do that. I know it can be easy in our busyness, and uh, we've got so many things we need to do sometimes that we don't take the time to read the Word. Uh, well, we need to take that time. It's very important. And today we're blessed with technology that, you know, if you struggle with reading or you can't find time to read, that you can just, you know, put it on your, your phone and just start playing it through your car or uh, playing it in your home as you're doing some of the activities in your home. You can play the Word of God and listen to it that way. So it says, read it, keep studying it continually, day and night. We're to be thinking about it, taking time to meditate on it. And, and when it, it's talking about that, uh, this is the godly way to do meditation. Uh, meditation sometimes is encouraged to go to the world office, says, empty your mind and, and just... Get it empty, and that's what you need to do, and it's going to make life all that better. Well, you can do that, and it can open up the door for some other things to start coming into your life. The biblical way of meditation is to be thinking about something good. And the Bible says, meditate on this. You want, you want to do practice meditation? Meditation is a good thing to practice. You just need to be making sure you meditate on that which is good. And that's what we find here in the Bible. So studying is stress throughout the Bible for the child of God. And uh, that's something, again, so very important that we study this book. We really got to get to know this book. 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17 says, You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. And they've given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So this studying of God's word, the Bible, helps us to know truth from error, helps us to know truth from lies, to know the difference between what is right and what is wrong. 
And it also helps us to determine what's wrong in our own lives because we all have different journeys in our lives and we're all in different places in our lives. And as we apply the word of God to us, God will speak to us as individuals and show us things in our own lives where we need to make corrections, where we need to make a change in our lives. It's the best textbook that you can find out there concerning Christian faith. So it needs to be read, needs to be studied, needs to be obeyed. Uh, James also points out here that in the last days, there's going to be many challenges for the Christians to discern uh, what is right and what is wrong. And there's a lot of distortion out there today of the Christian faith and uh, false teachers that get out there. And there's all kinds of things which I don't want to go into. Uh, but there's a lot of deceivement out there. And the only way you're not going to be deceived if you hold to reading the Word and studying God's Word. That's the only thing that you really need to do. You need to know that book, and it's going to help you not to be deceived. The Bible says God's Word is a light unto our path. It will expose darkness. It will expose lies. It will expose corruption. And it helps us with healthy boundaries of right doctrine, right behavior, right living. Because darkness is always chasing us. We'll always chase a believer, looking for an opportunity to deceive us, an opportunity to cover our spiritual eyes, hoping to convince us to be less faithful, less obedient, and less fruitful to the Christian walk. And friend, any basic message that's out there that is encouraging you to treat your Christianity less, that should be an alarm bell to you to know that this is not what God wants. God wants us to know more. God wants us to get more of him, not less of him. And so that should be something that should speak to you as well. Every Christian needs to take that personal responsibility to feed themselves on the Bible. It really is essential. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. So you really need to study this book. And it's not about pleasing the pastor. It's not about pleasing the church or pleasing other Christians. It's about pleasing God. He says, show yourself as a workman approved by God, where God approves of how you've been studying and reading and getting into his word. And so if, you know, if you've been struggling and reading the Bible of late, I really encourage you, you know, pick it up again. Start studying it again. Start reading it again. And really allow it to speak into your heart and into your life. It's essential to study God's Word. Then lastly in this passage back in Joshua, the book of Joshua, we see that the Bible is essential to success. You may not have thought of that, but the Bible is essential to success, to the attainment of fame, goals, wealth, achievements, and life. I, I know there's a lot of things that we do in life where we think, well, this is going to help me to be successful, and they can help towards that mark. But the Bible says if you really want to be successful, you start with this book here. Joshua 1, 7 and 8 again. It says, be strong, very courageous, be careful to obey the instructions Moses gave you, gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Take note of that. You'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. 
only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. It's saying in all you do. Notice that. Not in some things, but you will have success in all you do. So I think that's kind of important to pay attention to. That if we obey God's word, if we study God's word, then we're going to be successful in life. Not just in our Christian faith, but we're going to be successful in life and succeed in all that we do. Now, it's interesting that this message uh, comes from Moses. Uh, very important person in the Bible, very important to the Jewish people. Uh, the man appointed by God to lead Israel. And here he is now passing on the torch, and he's passing it on to Joshua. And he's telling Joshua, you know, this is what is important for you as a leader. This is what's important for you to lead a nation of people. And, and it's something that uh, is also, it, it's echoed throughout Scripture and by some very high-ranking individuals. If you look at this passage of Scripture, it is repeated in a little bit different forms, but you'll see it repeated throughout Scripture, and especially when it comes for kings uh, uh, to, to come to that place uh, where they're crowned kings of, of the nation. King Hezekiah heard these words when he was to be crowned king, that if you want to be successful, King Hezekiah, then these are the things that you need to do. You need to obey the word of God. And as you obey his word and read his word and study his word, you're going to be successful in everything that you do. King David, he spoke these words to his, so his son Solomon. Uh, Solomon considered the wisest man uh, on the face of the earth. And what was he told? He was told by his father that the secret to success is to honor the word of God. Kind of made me uh, wonder uh, about even today that if only our government leaders would once again listen to the word of God and follow this instruction. This here is the, obviously the instruction for any prime minister, any president, uh, any head of any nation, that if they really want to be successful, that it's right here. They'll find all that they need to know right here to be successful. First Chronicles 22, 13 talks about that where uh, David spoke to his son Solomon. He says, for you will be successful if you carefully obey the decrees and regulations that the Lord gave to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or lose heart. You know, I, I think of that verse and I was thinking of our, the nations of the world right now and all the trouble that our world is facing and how we have different leaders from Canada, United States, uh, China, England, um, Ukraine, Russia, all these nations right now, and a lot of them are not holding to this book anymore. But, you know, as Canadians, this nation, when this nation was formed as Canada, they used this book. They made declarations from this book of what kind of a nation we would be. On our parliament buildings are written scriptures all around them to remind them that this is the key to success for the nation of Canada. Well, it's something that's been declared from early days since Moses' days of how to be successful in life. If only our nation returned. We need to be praying that, that our nations would return back to the Scriptures. And I, I believe that there is something going on even now that are in the works where God is beginning to make things turn around, where leaders are going to have to come to that place 
and realize once again, this is the truth. This is the truth, and this is what we need to follow. I believe God's going to call some of our leaders to an account and that they're going to come to that place where they're going to have to realize that this is the way to success. Now, I realize that out there in our world, we have many ideas of how to have success. And unfortunately, we see a lot of corruption in our world today in every level, in every area. We all need to get back to this here is what and it's important for success. Now, maybe you're still having a hard time believing that. Psalm 112, 1 to 3 says, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. Listen to what happens. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Man, those are some pretty powerful scriptures there that, you know, do you want success? What about your kids? I know if you're a parent here today and you have kids, do you have a greater desire of success for your kids than your own desire for success? Do you want to see your children go to greater heights and greater depths than what you did? Even in in, in relationship with God. You want to see them grow. You want to see them attain things far greater than what you did. Well, the Bible says if you follow this book, if you, you pay attention to this book, if you study and read this book, then your children are going to be blessed. And, and that an entire generation of godly people are going to be raised up and they're going to be a blessing and it's just going to keep spreading. I think that's what happened is that we've stopped passing our faith on. We've stopped it. We need to get back to that, that you know what, you know what's important in this home? This book is important in this home. If you want to be blessed, if you want to have success in life, you want to experience wealth and good deeds, study this book, read this book. So success comes in all areas of life when we choose to honor the word of the Lord. Read it, studying it, applying it, obeying it. It might sound kind of simple, but it is the truth. Psalm 119 would be another great chapter to read, and don't, don't panic. We're not going to read it because it's the longest chapter in the Bible. But isn't it interesting that the longest chapter in the Bible has a theme, and that theme is the Word of God. And so, again, it's stressing to us the importance of God's Word in our life. And if you would take the time to read it, maybe this afternoon, it talks about there's a lot of things of success that will happen for you. Things like joy, things like happiness, things like encouragement, things like understanding, things like wisdom, knowledge, hope. Those are all things that God will bless you as you take time in the Word of God. So God's Word is a key to success. It's essential for success. So if you're wanting to be successful out there, Starts right here. Starts right here in this book, the Bible. Now, I realize that I'm speaking to a crowd here this morning that does read the Bible and that it is important to you. But I just want to encourage you to get into it even more. Get into it more. I, I believe the days that we're li living in, we're being tested on every side. And we, we really are. We're being tested to go and deviate a little bit to the right or a little bit to the left, and we need to hold through to the Word of God. We need to stand upon this book, read this book, know this book, 
so that we are not sidelined, that we're not taken down wrong roads. We really need to know this book. It will teach us everything we need to know and will lead us down the best path of life that will lead us to success. But let's not forget that. Let's get back to being serious about reading and studying the Bible. You know, and if you've been kind of growing slack in that area or maybe, you know, kind of, you know, it's been kind of missing a few days here and there, let's get back and say, no, I need to do this. I must do this. I need to take time to read out of this book because it's a key to success in every area of life. And if you want to have a genuine faith, if you want to have a genuine experience with God, truth encounters, just study this book. Just read this book. It's the best book in all the world. It's a continually bestseller. Lots of times it's not mentioned in the bestsellers list. The reason why? Well, they need to find some other book. So, but it is the bestseller every year since it was printed. And you can find that out there. You can research that, and you'll find that it is true. Best-selling book every year throughout the centuries. Telling us it's something that's important for us. So, Father, I thank you for your word this morning. Truly, it is a light unto our path. Truly, Lord, it, it uh, helps us. It guides us. It leads us. It convicts us. But it also brings truth to light in our lives. It helps us. It, it relieves us from discouragement. It relieves us when we're down and, and, and Father, feeling depressed. We read your word and it lifts us up. It encourages us. Lord, it helps us to, to stay on, the, on that path uh, and not to be led astray. Lord, it truly is a light throughout our world. And Lord, I just pray, help us to hold to your book. Help us to keep reading this book. Help us to keep studying this book. May the importance of this book, Lord, just be refreshed in our minds again today. And Lord, may we just strive to make a new season of taking this book and reading it and studying it even more. And so, Lord, I just pray that blessing over your people. I pray that, Lord, as they do so, that, Lord, that you will lead them into new revelations, new understandings that, Lord, are right there in your word. Lord, that they will see things that even though they've read it a thousand times, that, Lord, it'll be something fresh, something good, something that, Lord, will jump off the pages and just begin to speak to them. So, Lord, I just pray you would bless your people as they spend that time in your word, that they would grow, they become strong, and they will all be successful. So, Lord, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you for your people here today. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>